Hey everybody, my name is Grayson McKinney and I'm a fifth grade teacher from Troy, Michigan. I'm very excited to share with you today the second episode of our Classroom Created podcast. In case it's your first time listening, I'll tell you who we are and what we're all about. In room 14 at Costello Elementary School, we have a philosophy that drives everything we do. We hope to connect our learning to the world around us in order to improve our environment, improve our own lives, and improve the lives of others. In today's episode, you will hear fifth grade students talking about the issues that they care most deeply about and the things they want to take action on in order to make the world a better place. In episode two, we'll check in with Olivia, Evan, Owen, and Ben as they discuss threats that are facing many of Earth's animals above and below the water. So please enjoy this podcast made by students for the world. Hello and welcome to Mr. McKinney's Fifth Grade Futurists Podcast. We are your hosts, Olivia and Evan, and today we will be talking about the 17 Global Goals. Actually, Olivia, we will be focusing on two goals that we think stand out to us. And what are those goals? Goal number 14, live below water, and goal number 15, life on land. Can you say more on that, Evan? I would love to, but it's almost time for our guests to talk. I'll tell you all what I think about it after they speak. Maybe you can, too. Good idea. While you're waiting for them to get ready, let's fill you in on the global goals and tell you more about them. The 17 global goals were created on September 25th, 2015 by the United Nations. Our goal is to finish all of the goals by 2030 because if we don't, we will be living in a polluted world where at least 60% of it is in poverty. Or who knows, we might not have a world to live in. You can go to www.globalgoals.org to learn more about what you could do to make our world a better place. Well, Olivia, you summarized that very well, but sadly you can't summarize anymore because it is time for our guests to speak. I lost track of time, and Evan's right. Everybody, please give it up for our special guests, Ben Dumas and Owen Rennick. First stop is Ben Dumas. Over the last 10 years, bees have been becoming endangered and could go extinct. This is horrible prospect were to happen, we could lose apples, peaches, blueberries, cherries, and avocados. This is because bees are pollinators. One main reason bees are going extinct is because their flower fields are now, are now instead of being used for farming. Flowers which held the bees' foods are now being converted to grow corn and soy. The soybeans don't feed the bees, and neither does corn. But most importantly, we need to convince the farmers to stop using pesticides on crops and stop destroying their natural habitats. You need to also stop pulling weeds in your yard. Weeds can be food for bees, too. We need to we need to agree to stop by 2030. The bees can't live in pollution or littering. The bees will last if we all agree to help and not litter or pollute the world so the bumblebees don't die and have plenty of food. We need to help them by not disturbing them so they can have more so they can have more foods and they can live a healthy life. So now, thank you, Ben. Give it up for Owen Rennick on puffins and frogfish. Hello, I'm Owen. So more about the frogfish. The frogfish 
is not related to mostly any fish because how much colors it can go up to. And also, when they are hungry, their mouths can get really, really big and opens up for food. Unlike the puffins, they are not related to, to the frogfish. Of course not. They look completely unlike each other. So the, so the puffin is, is a bird related to many other birds, such as penguins and blue jays, which, which there, there is definitely more that can be related to the puffin. Thank you. Now we will have Evan, like he promised, talk about the Great Barrier Reef. Half a fish population is being cut off because we are destroying the Great Barrier Reef. The Great Barrier Reef is in Australia. It is the only structure or living thing that can be seen from space. We need to stop this so we can finish the goals by 2030. People could care about this because we could all die if none of the goals are completed by 2030. These 17 goals were established on September 25th, 2015 by the United Nations. My goal is to save life below water, so get up, stop watching TV, like this, and just go and stop pollution. Pollution can kill more than just life below water. This shows that it can, can pollute air, but that is a different story slash goal. Even though I still care about the, that goal, plus all the other goals that can make our planet a better place. We could try it and make a super thin sun shield to protect the Great Barrier Reef. We also need to stop, to stop the Adani group because they are doing the coal mine and they will dump all the coal on the Great Barrier Reef. The Great Barrier Reef is the biggest reef in the whole world. The global warming is also affecting the Great Barrier Reef. We need to stop hurting reefs and start to help them. Also, if we put, if we put a lot of human population on habitable planets, we could stop all these problems. Not many people realize it is our fault that these global goals are being established. If we do not do something fast, the population in fish will go down by so much, and we need to get all this done by 2030. It's almost 2019, so that's not a lot of time, is it? If we don't stop this by 2030, human population will go down by around 3,500,000. If we invent, innovate, and campaign, we can finish this goal by 2030. And if I were you, I would start thinking about the ways we can stop these goals and help the United Nations with your ideas to help stop these goals from being here. I don't really want to die. And from experience, you probably don't want to die either. Now give it up for Olivia Lee's article. Manatees are endangered all because of us. Motorboat, careless motorboat drivers are ignoring signs and wounding and or killing manatees. Manatees are harmless creatures and they don't deserve to be harassed. Manatees are very important. Manatees can hold their breath underwater for as long as 20 minutes. And yes, they need to hold their breath because they don't have gills. So right now, you might be asking yourself, why is this important to me? Well, if you like fishing, you won't be able to fish because your line will get stuck in the weeds whenever you cast. And your motors will get caught in the weeds and break. So if we don't do anything about this, it will be a big problem. Imagine you're scuba diving in the deep Alaskan seas when suddenly a big white figure crosses over your eyesight. Could it be an iceberg? Sure, but that's not what it is. Finally, you know it's a big, rare beluga whale, m mother, and her calf. Those might be two of the only belugas left in the world. There was once one that 1,400 in the world. Now there's only 340 left in Cook Inlet, which is a waterway in Alaska. 
Beluga whales used to be hunted, but now it's illegal, so nobody can really tell why, what's making them go endangered. If we don't solve the problem, what will be the point of going sightseeing? I mean, isn't the whole point of beluga watching tours to watch belugas? If there are no belugas to watch, no one will want to go on the tours, and the tourists might lose their job. Well, right now, you might be saying, why does this matter to me? Well, say you live in Alaska, and your favorite part of living there is watching beluga whales pop their head out of water to breathe scent to breathe, since, like manatees, they don't have gills. Even if you don't live in Alaska, this is still a big deal. If we don't do anything, a lot of people will be affected by it. Like, the people who like beluga tours, the tourists that run the beluga tours, and the people who care about endangered animals. That's the most important to me because I care a lot about endangered animals, and the beluga whale is one of them. This is a big deal if we do nothing, if we do nothing, nothing will happen. Now, here's my insight on polar bears. Global warming is not good for anything, especially animals. One animal is going to be extinct very soon if we don't do anything sooner rather than later. That animal is none other than the polar bear. Polar bears depend on ice. If we don't have ice, we won't have polar bears. Polar bears can't swim, so why are they living on ice? Well, polar bear needs to live something somewhere cold. So if polar bears have too small or too thin of an iceberg, it would break because their body weight is heavier than the iceberg. Some people don't believe polar bears are going extinct because of climate change. That's partly true. Climate change isn't the only reason. Another reason is people. Yes, people. People are hunting them and using them as fur coats. If we don't do anything, we will have too many seals in the water. Yep, it may seem ridiculous, but it's true. Polar bears eat mainly seals, which helps not have too many. So right now you may be asking, why is this important to me right now? Well, say you like fishing in the ocean, all you will catch is seals. Polar bears are very calm sometimes, and they don't deserve to be treated this way. Thank you for listening to our Global Goals podcast. We hope you go to we hope you stop hunting animals and stop using pesticides on your crops. Please share this with other people and go to www.globalgoals.org to see what you can do to help the world. Please subscribe, leave a comment, and like the podcast. We hope you enjoy this podcast. And don't forget to go to www.globalgoals.org for more information.